0: I am a medium, that means I can communicate with spirits amongst other other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. to Season 2 of Spirit Diaries. I am so excited that we are here. I cannot believe we're already on Season 2. And I just want to thank you all for listening so far. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy these stories. I do recommend you catch up on some of the story parts. That way you are caught up on where we are at. Otherwise, just jump in and I hope you enjoy this. Now, between last season and this season, I did take into consideration some feedback you guys gave me. A few of you mentioned that you would really enjoy seeing video alongside of the investigation episodes. I have heard you, I have listened to you, and I am very excited and pleased to announce my investigations will now have full video with them. And in saying that, I just finished recording the first investigation of this season, and I have some video evidence that I would love to share with you, and I cannot wait till it comes out. So that will be coming out very soon, and you can see the investigations on YouTube. Hey, it's Future Birdie, and as an update here, these episodes that I'm talking about are a part of the Haunted Tennessee playlist over on youtube.com slash Diaries. so there were... Are three locations that Robert and I went to prior to the start of the first official season of Spirit Diaries. So those three episodes are Elkmont, Fort Loudoun, and the Cotton Mill. And those three investigations are still on YouTube, but they are a part of the Haunted Tennessee playlist. So how I'm organizing things now is as we go to more states, hopefully more countries, and get to encounter different investigations. I've been organizing not only by season, but by state and location. That way, if you guys happen to live in a certain area, you can sort of see where we've gone in your area, which I think is really cool. But yes, those three are on YouTube, and the best way to find them is on the Haunted Tennessee playlist. In saying that, this podcast is still going to be designed in the same way it was with storytelling episodes and occasional investigations. However, with the investigation episodes, they are now going to be a review of the investigation and sharing some behind-the-scenes content, as well as what I thought about the spirits there that I didn't necessarily get to share on the investigation. And you can see the full investigation on YouTube exclusively. So that way you can watch it and then we can talk about it here. And I think that will be a lot more fun. And let me get into a lot of the behind the scenes of what's really going on at some of these places. We are going to pick right back up where I was. So at this point, I'm in sixth grade and a lot is happening. A lot of paranormal things are happening and I am just a little bit overwhelmed at this point. During this time of the lion and the seances and all of these other things that were happening between me and my friends and the paranormal, my family decides to go on a vacation during one of the school breaks. So, of course, I'm really excited to go see the world and travel and see all these fun things. And they tell us that we are going to go visit a family member who lives in Pennsylvania. The first thing that runs through my mind is we have to drive to get there. And while driving, we are going to have to go through... West Virginia. And while this might not seem significant to you, it was very significant to me because I had been developing this fear of the Mothman. I was so scared of this entity because it was the first entity I had heard of that was not human And that was well-documented by police and official people who I had trusted at that point in time in my life. I had considered these people who were speaking about the Mothman to be reputable people. And it scared me that they were acknowledging that the paranormal exists. And not only that it exists, but it is associated with this strange creature that's not even human. I was terrified because this was also the first time I started hearing that an entity could actually manipulate the world around you. So, one of my biggest fears was the movie, which I had caught very few glimpses of, but I did catch it enough to where I knew it could call your house, I knew it could get you lost on the road, and that just freaked me out because up until this point, despite the fact that I knew spirits were real, I didn't want to acknowledge that non-human entities could exist. And I had a feeling scary things existed because I did have the nightmares of the devil And I had experienced a little bit of strangeness with the shadow person. But ultimately, I now was sort of under this understanding that now there's these others who aren't human. They're not demonic. They're these in-between energies. And it was scary. It's future birdie popping in here really quick to briefly explain that depending on how involved in the community you are you may or may not know this but the mothman and other types of creatures are a hot debate in the paranormal community the mothman could sometimes fall under cryptid other times the cryptid community doesn't want to claim mothman but that's a debate for another day (laughs) but i do want to say that there are intuitives who will not acknowledge that there are any other spirits aside from human and there are investigators and like i said intuitives and everything alike who will only acknowledge some parts of the paranormal and not the other so at this time when i was coming to understand that some of the things Scene didn't necessarily qualify as human, but they didn't qualify as evil. I I was very confused that there was this middle ground that was huge and ever widening as I grew and traveled and especially around Appalachia. Oh my if you've ever been around, you know, the Smoky Mountains area, the Blue Ridge Mountains, they are so full of non-human energy. It is wild. And it is important to state that this is still a huge division in the community of are we going to acknowledge fairies as being real or are we just going to stick to ghosts? And if you guys have listened in the future or even now, I do want to say I do acknowledge the others and I didn't know fairies were a thing until relatively recent in my mediumship life, Um, so a few years back, I would say, when I really started expanding and learning a whole lot more at a rapid development rate, but there is still this huge divide, even within the community, of what we're going to accept as real or not real, so... Mothman happens to fall in one of those strange categories, as well as a bunch of what I will classify in the beginnings of these origin story episodes as the others. And the others only means that I have no idea what they are. (laughs) So I made up this category for things that I did not understand where they necessarily fell into my own spirit taxonomy chart. (laughs) Back to the story. I also started getting even more afraid of the Mothman when 9-11 happened and there were all these conspiracy theories that the Mothman had been spotted at 9-11 and a lot of people started thinking it was an angel of death. Now, I have not looked up to see any recent things about the Mothman or looking back on the claims that it was at 9-11 and by the Twin Towers and all of that. But that's just what I remembered as a kid, and whether it is real or fake, it didn't matter to me because I had took it as the truth, and it terrified me. <laughs> now, at this point, we are in the car driving, and we are by Appalachia, and just going up those states up by the Smoky Mountains, and I, I was terrified. I was so nervous. Even worse was we were getting to West Virginia and it was nighttime. I was praying that my parents would just keep going and go through the state and get to Pennsylvania where we were heading and we could just get to this family member's house and call it a night and everything would be fine and we would get through West Virginia without any spooky mothman stuff. But of course, my parents got tired and in West Virginia, they decided to stop and get a little motel on the side of the road that was creepy and not a good place for kids to be and just get a few hours of rest in. Despite my protest, they still stopped and we still went into this room and this place was not a good place it was just gross and I'm not even talking about in the paranormal sense in the physical sense this was a pay by the hour motel and I don't know why my parents thought this would be a good place to stop but they did and as soon as I sat down on one of the beds in the room a spring came through the mattress and ripped through my pants and hooked up into my thigh. And caused a pretty bad uh, scratch. Because this had happened, my parents were already a little bit sketched out about the motel. And then I got injured instantly when just sitting on the bed. And now one of our beds is ruined because they have to bring in a new mattress now. We just decided to all get back in the car and keep driving. Despite the fact I had just gotten fish hooked in my leg by this spring, I was super excited that we were leaving West Virginia without any paranormal encounters. But then, (laughs) oh, then we get to Pennsylvania. Wait, 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 wait. I'm channeling a message from beyond. It's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible. It's Bertie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Diaries. Yep, Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spiritdiaries. I can't believe we did it. Hey, it's Bertie. Did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S P I R I T D I A R I E S dot E T S Y dot etsy dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. I realize that, in my opinion at that time, it felt even more haunted than West Virginia. We get to this relative's house and I walk inside and immediately feel men there. Uh, There was two men who were there. I just can't believe it that I was so worried about encountering the Mothman. I hadn't even considered the fact that where we could be going, the safe place could be haunted. And this started to break my little 11-year-old brain because I couldn't comprehend how there was so many haunted places, and yet people still denied that the paranormal existed. I didn't get it, and it also was confusing in the fact that everywhere seemed to be haunted. Everywhere I went was haunted. There were spirits everywhere. They were at my school. They were at my house. They were at random people's houses states and states away. Why wasn't anybody talking about this? (laughs) So I go to bed that night terrified. I tell my brother, there's weird stuff happening here. I don't like it. And I was scared to use the bathroom. So we just stayed in bed all night. And I will never forget that we heard footsteps going up and down the hallway when everyone was in bed and everyone was asleep there was no one in the hallway and at this point I was scared because this again is breaking my thought process that spirits are just sort of in your head or they're only in what you can see with your eyes they're not present. they're not physical but yet This spirit was physical. I could hear its feet as it made steps on the ground. And it was just a steady heartbeat of steps that were happening. And it was just a pum, 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 pum all night long. I was confused. I was confused of how yet again these spirits are even more real now. They're becoming more real. And not only that, but everybody else also heard the footsteps. It wasn't just me. So I kept realizing, even though I felt a strong connection to spirit, even though I was getting additional things, everyone was aware that there was things happening, that there was ghost in the house. While we were here, we were visiting a ton of family. And to be completely honest with you, I still don't understand how I'm related to half of these people. It was a family reunion of sorts where everybody gets together, but nobody remembers how anybody's actually related anymore because everyone's a third cousin of a third cousin of a third cousin. (laughs) And I didn't really care though because I thought it was pretty cool because we went to Maryland and went to this other house where There was a ton of kids my age and I was really excited to get to know other kids and have some fun and finally forget about all of the paranormal. We were hanging out with these kids and they take us down into their basement to play video games because their basement was set up as this whole video game room and it literally looked like the basement off the set of that 70s show. It had the yellow carpet and the wood paneled walls and just bookshelves lined up with old magazines and... I thought it was pretty cool because where I was from, there were no such thing as basements. And I was pretty impressed that some kids had a whole video game room beneath the house. It almost felt like a clubhouse to me. So I definitely was excited to go down there and play some video games and have fun and hang out with these new friends. And we were down there just hanging out, having fun. I think there was about five to eight of us, and we were all sitting there, and the stairs up to the main house, so the main level, was carpeted. All of it was carpeted in that yellow color, and the rug was almost like a shag rug, but a little bit more tight-knit, so it was very fluffy, so when you walked on it, your feet did squish into it a little bit. While we were all playing, we heard a creak on the stairs, so naturally we all looked to see, oh, who's coming down? But nobody was there. The kids who had the controllers kept playing, it was not my turn, and I was looking at these stairs, confused of why it creaked. And again, it creaked, and this time everyone fell silent, the game got paused, and we were all just sort of staring at the stairs like... Okay, that was twice. Who's coming down the stairs? And as we were all standing there watching, the stairs started creaking in this very rhythmic pattern again, just like somebody was coming down the stairs. It was a footstep, a footstep, a footstep, a footstep. And even more this time than just hearing footsteps, and this is a different house. This is a different state again, and we're having these footsteps. But because of their carpet type and because it was squishy and somewhat long and made impressions, we could see shoe prints of a large, very large foot that looked and appeared to belong again to a male energy squish in the carpet simultaneously with these creaks. And it went down each step. Ooh, I am covered with full body chills right now. It went down each step. And every time this footprint squished into the carpet, you heard the creak. It was perfectly timed. We all were silent and kind of gave each other these looks of what the heck. And ran up and outside to where all the adults were hanging out. And when we got out there, one of the kids' parents was like, oh, why'd you run up here? Why are you guys looking all freaked out? And he said to his parent, oh, the guy came down in the basement again. What? Again? Like, again? This happens all the freaking time? What? (laughs) I couldn't believe it. And she was like, okay, just give it a few hours and then go back down. What? Give it a few hours? What, for the energy to dissipate? Like, what are you talking about? I was in shock. And again, I just gave my parents a look and was like, listen, this vacation is a bust. All of these people have ghosts. I want to go back home to our ghost home, where at least I know the ghost. (laughs) But this was such a big moment for me because it just kept breaking down the stigma I had of the paranormal being something people didn't believe in. Now I knew it was something a lot of people believed in and not only believed in, but they acknowledged it existed. They knew how to handle it and they were just living with spirits and were aware of it. I hope you all have enjoyed today's stories. So really quick before we leave, I do want to tell you all that I also now have a merch shop, which I think is really cool. But... If you do want to have some occult themed t-shirts, then head over to etsy.com slash shop slash spirit diaries where you can check out these t-shirts that have really pretty designs that I drew myself and put on these t-shirts so they are printed and shipped to you from a printing facility and I just ordered a bunch of t-shirts and I love them. So if you want to continue to support this podcast, you can get some merch, and we also have a Patreon page where you are able to pledge an amount and get access to early podcast releases, so one week earlier than they normally come out, and I think that's it. (laughs) So don't forget to check out this podcast on YouTube where there are going to be video investigations. And if you guys have any questions for me at all or want to suggest places for me to go investigate, let me know on Twitter at spirit underscore diaries. I really have enjoyed this time with you. I hope you enjoyed these stories so far. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.